There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to President's Day. It is Monday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness, and we're off and running for another week. A uh, half-assed holiday workday today. If you have to work like we do today, the effort is minimal at best, except for you guys kind of got a skate day on Friday because I decided to pull up lame. It was the weirdest thing. Woke up like a Friday morning at 2 a.m., raging headache, couldn't talk, throat was killing me, done. Uh, I, thought, I almost went to the hospital. I thought my head was going to explode. I had a friend who had a stroke, and he told me, he goes, you have a, the first thing you felt was this headache that felt like it was, so now it's all in my head now, too, yeah. so that doubled down. Because oh. I'm like, this is the worst headache I've ever had. It woke <laughs> me up. I went to Magic Kingdom uh, counter there in the uh, uh, bathroom and took the thing that always makes things better for me, Benadryl. Which is the, it's just death. I might as well just take strychnine. 14 hours later, I, I awakened to fine. 14 hours of Benadryl. Kicked my ass. It was done. Woke up about 3.30 that afternoon. Like, everything's going to be just fine. A couple texts in between there. And go back to sleep, get up. So, yeah. I think it's allergies, but who knows? It could be that I've got the worst disease ever they haven't named yet. Because that's what I think of now. Is it could be Alaska flu. It could be COVID 2.0. Who knows? But uh, it's in there somewhere. And then I spent the whole weekend just doing uh, chores. And let me tell you this. After a weekend of chores, the ones that I did, which was uh, picking fruit off of my fruit trees, I have changed uh, my philosophy in life. I am personally now a Biden open border supporter. I will never do that again in my life. <laughs> Ever. You sent pictures. You got quite an orchard. I have a nightmare of lemons. And then here's the other thing. Don't ever search out on your phone a place to help you pick fruit off your tree. Because uh, it just says, well, what's your zip code? I'm like, oh, boy. So I put it in there. And then it said, uh, what do you need help with? And I wrote it in. And I, I don't know how it happened. My phone, it's, it's like when you have the solar companies. When you just take the time to be nice to a solar company guy, and the next thing you know, every five minutes yeah. you're getting a, a phone call just from a solar company. Hammered. That's what's going on with these tree people. It doesn't send you just to Home Depot. No, that's <laughs> what I. That's what I was thinking. Like, is there a? Do we have like a uh, stop area, a DoorDash for uh, migrant workers? Can't we just have them show up? And so, no, I wanted it to be licensed and bonded. I wanted to. So there's your problem. Oh, good luck with that. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's your issue. Dummy. Is the second you do that. A, I'm willing to pay a little more for the licensed and bonded because, again, and I've made this point in the past, if I hire you and you're not licensed and bonded and you throw yourself out of a tree and die, I'm going to bury you. You're never, I'm not telling. I'm not going down for that. So I will, I will start the domino effect of murders. If that, but that's why I don't hire that because I don't know if that person's legitimate or whatever. So, yeah, the, the phone won't stop ringing of people who want to come. And they think I want my trees pulled out of the yard. I'm like, no. 
And it was on, a, on a Sunday afternoon, they wouldn't stop calling. So I had to go back and find the website. I didn't even know what I was doing. So, yeah, but I, I am for the idea of just open up the borders and get this, get these goddamn lemons off my tree. Thousands. I have two full uh, uh, garbage cans of, and the full ones, like the 30-gallon super cans, outdoor garbage cans of grapefruit. And then a wheelbarrow filled with lemons, and I'm about a third of the way through pulling them. I was all weekend. And I was chucking the bad ones over the wall into the alley until I heard, hey, I'm back here. <laughs> and I poked my head over, and there's some old man working weeds on a fence on the other side. I'm like, sorry about that. And he goes, you hit me twice. I'm like, just say something. I didn't know. You don't look? I'm like, no. <laughs> Off I'm like, all right, screw this old man. If he wants to go, we'll go. But yeah, I'm not... Uh, I don't, know, I don't know why. And you know what else white people discover as adults? That Mexicans just say, oh, go f*** yourself. Oh, man, those thorns on uh, lemon trees are big. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> you learn that as a white adult. Uh, I think Mexicans are... I'm just going to reach up there and get one. Yeah, and- they, I've seen my friends Joe and JD, last name Quinones, reach right into that tree and pull lemons out without a problem. And I've pulled lemons before. I didn't realize how big the thorns can be. Because I always go low-hanging fruit, much like this show. That's what I go for. When you have to get into the tree, it's the devil's tree. They don't; Those lemons don't want to get pulled they, at all. I had a key lime tree, same thing. Oh, key lime trees I, are horrible. I put on, welding, I put on a yeah. welding jacket to reach in there. Yeah, and then it, like the thorns jump off when the, yeah. and they poke you right in the face. Screw that. Sorry, Mexicans. I didn't realize how. That's a terrible job. Of course nobody wants that job. Only people trying to skate by illegally would even think about reaching into a lemon tree. Yeah, but as a white, I I've got that, that mint. Uh, I bought one of the uh, scoops to pull them out. Oh, I got one of those. It's, it's just mint. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's never been used, used maybe two or three times. See, for, and now, um, same thing's happening. They're in full. Oh, boom. it's a mess. I, gotta, I got that same stick with the puller. Yeah. That's so white people. Yeah. That, that is a Caucasian stick. They should call it the Caucasian stick because eventually what you learn is, uh, well, you get one at a time, or maybe two. It's a twosie, and you yeah. put it in there, and you give a little twist because it's got the claw Whee! fingers. You got two, and then you pour it gently onto the ground. And then you see a Mexican guy with that thing, and it's a pinata stick. It, they just beat the living crap out of your tree, and they know how to hit it because I tried, I tried the Mexican method where they just hit the tree, and all the lemons jump scared. Doesn't work for uh, crackers. I go the white people way. I go to Safeway and buy my fruit. That's Screw the smartest that. thing in the world. I, that, those fruit trees are ridiculous. I think I don't put a, yeah. don't plant a tree. No, no citrus. No, trees. keep them. Just chop them all down. Yeah. If you're white and you've got citrus trees, cut them down, all of them to the core, and then I don't know if copper nails work to kill the roots, but do something. I don't know. Safeway's the best way. It's crazy. Now I got a bunch of fruit sitting out in front of the house. Free, free. Take it, and then you got weirdos that like. You put it on the next door app. I'm not allowed to. Megan did, but you put it on the next door app, and uh, and then they want there's like this elderly woman who wants it delivered. I'm an infirm, ninety six year old woman. Can I have grapefruit? Yeah, they're outside, Grandma. You, I can't go anywhere. Well, then I guess you're not getting any grapefruit. You want me to drive to your creepy house? No, it's bad enough yet. Headlights crest into the window at 9.30, and you see weirdos stealing lemons. Uh, there's a wheelbarrow out there. You can have it. Wheel it into the back of your truck and go. I don't care if, if Kroger comes by and takes all the... Uh, go. It's yours. I'll get a new wheelbarrow. It's brutal. 
Yeah, Whitey discovers uh, evidently somewhere in their 40s and 50s, hey, lemon trees have uh, horrible thorns in them. And to that, Mexicans say, oh, go f*** yourself, Whitey. Because they've known that since they were about three years old. But yeah, I, I'm a fr- I'm, I uh, have never hired anybody from Home Depot. I have once at the U-Haul hired a guy to help me move in California. And uh, I didn't realize how many had gotten into the back of the U-Haul on the way out. I did it there, once. And then, and then work. when I pulled back in to drop them off, more got in. And I had to get out and tell them, no, 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 we're done here. And they kept piling in. I'm like, nope. Just because one of you gets out doesn't mean this is an open door pub. Well, they under they, when you t- no offense, but when you take the borders away, they just start going. Once you breach it, there's like hundreds of them got into that U-Haul. One of them tried to get in the front. I'm like, no, it was in Glendale, California, on a U-Haul on Brand Street. I'll never forget. It. I pulled in with the U-Haul to drop the Mexicans off. That helped me uh, put boxes in. Holy smokes! When that thing popped open and a couple Mexicans came out, because they had to do it next door to the U-Haul, because U-Haul gets mad. If you load up, you're not supposed to have people back there. <laughs> That's, I think it's in the policy. Don't put the guys at the parking lot next to this place in the truck. I did. But I only wanted like two, and I got eight. Full litter. I am afraid to go down into the Jeep and go, two, two, because they'll all get in. Then I got to, what am I going to do? Start kicking them out? Get on. And I'm, I'm driving around like it's in a car in the middle of India with people sitting on top and... <laughs> It was years what, ago. My neighbor um, made the Home Depot run and came back. Can't do it. Had two. Yeah. And they did some stuff in his yard, and I was like, gosh, I got some stuff. In when they're done, you want me to set them down? Yes. Did? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Magnificent work. The but best $100. I don't know what to, I can't do that. I can't. I, 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 could you imagine ever just sitting in a place you don't speak the language, and some guy just comes up and puts two fingers up, and Brady and I get in, and they're like, we have no idea what we're, what our job is today, but we're going to do a great job doing it. You could have a wheel in your house and just spin it. Yeah. Concrete work, yeah. tile, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and they're like, do you do that? Yes, yeah, see. Uh, and they'll point other stuff out. Lemons. You want to do, you want to do the lemon trees? See. Okay. okay. All day. You got a room in the back. They get after it. And they kill it. So it took me a long time, but I've got a lot of lemons and a lot of grapefruit. And I am all about an open border policy. Let the Chinese in. Let the terrorists in. Stop shutting these beautiful people down if they're going to come here and pull lemons. I've got three full trees that uh, say, uh, what are we doing with these borders? We're humans. No border. Coexist, I say. Go Bernie Sanders. I Turn it all into a big mess that my lemon tree, and then once those lemon trees are picked, we're going to make America great again. That's exactly how this goes. Did you plant these, or were they already there when you moved in? The, these particular ones were already there. Okay. Yeah. It's it was uh, it's a lot. It is a lot. So, and then you see me out there, no idea what I'm doing. And then you make the mistake of pulling all that fruit off, and it's laying on the ground, and you look back, and you're like, I'm not even a third of the way through this, and now i got to do the pickup. And that's the worst part. Oh. Had two orange trees originally. They died after i mean they were old and what would you replace them with a white lemon and a what's a white lemon ah, i see the ones that pick themselves yeah. i get it very yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a very bougie lemon tree don't worry about it i'll just jump <laughs> yeah and then trip came by yesterday and uh took a bunch of uh, grapefruits and he looks at me and he goes you working tomorrow I'm like uh that's kind of up to you isn't it yeah, we have pre- we have to work President's Day. Like, okay, then I guess I'm working tomorrow. 
Morning sickness. We're, did we have an option? I didn't know. I yeah, you signed us up for this. I thought you yeah, hold on. So well, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some people upset about it. I'm like, well, so what? Are we working or not? We're not talking about them. We're talking about us. Uh, yeah, the weekend was solid though. I watched the. Uh, I did finally watch the uh, greatest night in pop, uh, the documentary about um, USA we, for I Africa. It, yeah. We are the world. Uh, it, total horse. All of it. It's great to watch these stars get together. They act like, you, like, oh my God, wasn't this a beautiful night? What they got there after the American Music Awards, which uh, Lionel Richie hosted, and got up. He said at four o'clock that morning to get prepared to host the Amer- American Music Awards, and then they uh, did the award show, and then afterwards recorded "We Are the World" until seven the next morning, eight the next morning, and not one mention that the only way USA for Africa. This is my contention: USA for Africa, "We Are the World." The only way. That thing happens in 1985 is copious amounts of cocaine. They never mention what really created We Are the World, which was tons and tons of coke. And so it's a false documentary. They, they made you believe that it was Kenny Rogers and Tina Turner crushing cheeseburgers and Roscoe's at 3 in the morning that got them through. Bulls Chicken and waffles, John. Lies. Lies. The one thing they did do is throw Al Jarreau under the bus and say he was an alcoholic. Outside of that. Yeah, the guy. That was the most. He, man, he had a little too much. The single most coke-fueled room of all time. Starting with Lionel and Smokey Robinson and Kenny Rogers was on coke. Everybody did coke. All of them. And not a one of them looked tired. Eight in the morning. They're all singing like angels. Cocaine created that charity. And, any, and, they, and the fact that Lionel wasn't honest about it kills me. Michael. At least Bob Geldof gave his little speech beforehand, then sure. headed out to do his and he after did party. Cocaine and everybody, that whole thing. USA for Africa doesn't happen without mounds of cocaine. Mounds. I can't even imagine the millions and millions of dollars of cocaine that was in that room. It was the eighties, for God's sakes. They stayed and up. They're going to stick night. around after that, right? For seventeen for hours, if you think about it, they had to get ready for the American Music Awards. Probably about because it's on the East Coast. It starts at seven. Yep. So it's five o'clock. Five o'clock in California when that gets started. So they had to start getting ready about two in the afternoon. These people went nineteen and a half hours working. No f- way. Cocaine. They do it all the time, man. The Africans ate because of cocaine. That's it. And it was an amazing thing. But nobody's that awake at five in the morning after a full day. I don't care unless you're on coke. And they didn't even it didn't even get a mention. Cocaine should have a credit on the song. It should say like Huey Lewis, Michael Jackson, Sheila E, Al Jarreau, Cocaine. All it should have a it, it's as big a part of that song as anything else. And they eight ball productions. <laughs> yeah, Quincy Jones had an eight. Just Quincy Jones and how many ounces he snorted. That whole thing was. And people are touting it. It's like, what a remarkable insight. I'm like, you knew they, how it happened. Give me some real insight into USA for Africa. Give me some real Well, stuff. there was a little real insight. Well, uh, yeah. I ain't speaking. Yeah, the Swahili. one guy that wouldn't talk Swahili. And you know why? Because he was tired of all these idiots doing coke. Uh, Waylon Jennings was there, the shooter. And uh, Stevie Wonder suggests a Swahili line that everybody could sing. And Waylon says... Uh, Ain't no good old, good old boy ever spoke Swahili. It ain't, ain't going to happen tonight. And he, and you just see his hat leave the thing. It's well, hilarious. It was after, the, after the fact that he heard, well, that's nice to sing that, but 
no one in Ethiopia speaks speaks Swahili. So why do we put this in the song? And make some of it up because they thought that would be a good idea. And Waylon's like, I drink. This is a Coke room. I'm leaving. That's probably why they they said Waylon actually left. But he goes, uh, I guarantee you the real quote was, if any more of these homos start offering me cocaine, I'm out of here. I drink. I'm not doing any of that devil's powder. And sure enough, Waylon wanders off. And the best part is all you get is the top of his hat leaving the room. And then he's like, I don't give a He did his deal. He, he sang the chorus. He's out. <laughs> There's only one reason for Dan Aykroyd to be there. Provide the cocaine. That was always the funniest part about that video. It's like, why is Dan Aykroyd there? Right. Like, the one guy that doesn't belong. And someone yeah. said he was doing something before, but no, he was completely invited, I think. Absolutely. I had heard he nope. he was doing production somewhere, you know, nope. on the next studio over, and he came over. Nope, invited. That's, Madonna wasn't. That's how big Ghostbusters yeah. was. Is that they're just like, there's a guy from Ghostbusters. More cocaine. would. That's a cocaine decision. Dan Aykroyd's here. Let him do it. Why? Ghostbusters. He can't. He, st- all right, I guess if you want he's him, he's got a baggie of powder. He yeah, he, to share. he says he can bring us a hefty sack of coke and keep this train moving. And every Jackson that nobody cared about was in it too. Yeah, I mean, uh, Marlon. Yeah, why is please. Ruby in there? What is uh, Ruby? You know? Yeah, the Jacksons all invited themselves. That was to get Michael cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. You know, it's interesting and it's pretty. You know. And Springsteen, he's just like us. I mean, oh. just listening to him talk about <laughs> it, it was all. great. And Bruce, by the end of the night, had his solo. You know, I had done uh, all those shows, so I was... Your voice was like broken rocks because of cocaine. You're on coke. You can hear it. Bob Dylan did so much, he was paranoid. <laughs> Bob Dylan <laughs> didn't know why or where he was. Uh, yeah. And somebody read that to me again. He just needed someone to... This dude was so gone that every shot of him in the thing is him just staring at the camera going by, not singing along. And they go, and they go, tell guy... Where's the town? Need a hill ahead. Close enough. Go. Cocaine. And I know it because he was real sleepy because Bob was old then too. And you could totally see Quincy struggling with him. And then he and Stevie sits down for a second, do some coke, they act like they were practicing. And then Dylan comes like, we're in the world, we'll meet together as one. It's like, we got it, the coke work. Take. Thank you, Bob. Next. Next addict, please. Kim Carnes, coke turn number five. It was so fueled by it. I would like to once see a documentary that told the truth. Watching that whole thing, I'm like, well, they're not even going to bring it up. They're going to bring up the one main thing that did this. The, the incredible and copious amount of cocaine ingested at We Are the World. Not once mentioned. Not once. Champagne. Don't, don't patronize me with this nonsense. Lionel Richie, Quincy Jones, and Smokey Robinson and Michael Jackson are in charge of everything coming in and going out. <laughs> I'm surprised people showed up. I'm surprised <laughs> there wasn't a mass shooting. Anyway, it's You're good, like, though. Jero's dead. We can put it on him. <laughs> and Jero is Jero's out of his mind. I don't know if he's high or he's flying. Constantly it's scatting. Not just, yeah. It was not just, uh, he wasn't just drunk. You could see it. Like the, Willie Nelson had to tell him several times, "You're missing the line over and over." It's the most white. No, Val, that's the theme to Moonlighting. We're not doing that right now. That's the most white in one room ever, oh. Other, not including yeah. the people. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, oh yeah, Jesus. the people don't count. But oh, it was a mountain. The Alps aren't as white <laughs> as what. We're gonna take going a powder on. break. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was nonstop. And speaking of music. 
we got a little issue going on there with uh, Beyonce and uh, one of the Duke boys speaking at a shooter. Is he? <laughs> John Schneider is going crazy and said that uh, Beyonce is like a dog pissing on a tree. <laughs> trying to claim her space in country music. They do not like it is like nineteen fifty five all over. They don't want Beyonce's music. She forced country radio stations to play her song. I don't know how that happens. But they some somehow or another she got her foot in the door last week and forced like they, they said they and this is how it works with record labels and stuff. They'll if you don't play something they've got, they'll threaten to not give you other stuff. Leverage. And we do it too. Radio does it back. Like, all right, if you you know, you're not gonna give us this band for a show, we'll just stop playing these other two bands that are under your umbrella. And that does hurt them. But they'll do the same thing. It's like, all right, well, we were gonna offer you, you know, in this case, some uh mentally challenged hillbilly to do a concert for a country show, but if you don't play the Beyonce thing, we're not gonna give that to you. Like they're not coming to your show. And so they use it as leverage, and they use it. They strong arm a lot of things like that. Uh, record companies do, and re- they do it. They do it less now than they used to. It used to be a, a full on bargaining match. Like sometimes, remember, uh, we, you don't hear it as much now. But uh, when I first started in radio, they would be like bands. This band called Black Lab that came around in the late nineties, like ninety six, ninety seven, and they had one song that was okay. But the record company was pushing really hard to get them on. And they made, the, I think that, I don't remember if it was Coldplay or something. Coldplay was another one they played. They had a big band. They had another yeah. band. They're like, well, then forget it. We'll just, we'll just be done giving you things for them. Or you can play it, this Black Lab thing, and then we'll give you extra of the band you've got your eye on. And they'll come in and do interviews and all that yeah. stuff. So it was, it was this weird. How would you like an acoustic show? Right. How would you, yeah. How would you like Everclear to show up for your morning show and do a private show in the middle of the day? Uh, very rarely is the artist doing that out of the kindness of their heart. They're doing it for leverage for spins and things like that. So Beyonce pulled this move somehow. And uh, the country music people are screaming at her. And somebody compared it to the Taylor Swift football thing, saying, why are they so mad? I, I see this completely different. If her song's good enough, if, Beyonce, if Beyonce played a rock song, I actually listened to it. It's For country music, it's not terrible. It's, it sounds like old, like the old and old stuff. Sounds better than most country I hear. Catchy. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. They don't want that Jay-Z hanging around oh, yeah. stuff. Holmberg's morning sickness. She hasn't earned her stripes. Yeah, she, well, first of all, wrong color stripes. That's really what they're upset about. <laughs> Little Nas X started this nonsense. We let him in the club. Next thing you know, everybody thinks they can do it. Well, it's been my theory the whole time that if anybody sat down and wanted to write a country album, they could do it in an hour. Darius first. <laughs> then this little. Darius, little. Darius did kind of sneak by them, didn't he? Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it ain't Charlie Pride. Hold on a second. That ain't whoa, whoa, Charlie Pride? I thought that was son of Charlie Pride. He's legacy. I thought we he was. We have facts, it. aren't we? Well, I'll be goddamn. Yeah, we've hit our. We've hit our. We've hit our quota. Attention, country music. Attention, country. We have hit our black quota. Beyonce, please wait in line. Your number will be called or not. 
So, yeah, they're upset about that. And uh, uh, John Schneider went nuts. But I listened to it, and I'm like, I don't like country music. So I don't know if this is, I don't know if it's good or bad. It sounds like it's pretty much right in the mix. Maybe. But on the flip side of it, we get, word in there. But on the flip side, with all these guys coming into rock music like Hardy and Jelly Roll and right. everything else, we're not bitching. It's like, nah, if it's good, over. although it's good. some people do bitch, we'll get emails. Yeah, going, Jelly okay. Roll's country garbage. Jelly Roll's good, though. I like right Jelly now. Roll. The guy's talented. I, I hear this and I think it's as simple as a nursery rhyme, it's a basic and a kind of rudimentary music. It's perfect for country music. It's exactly. If Reba sang this, they'd lose their minds. Or the chicks. Formerly the Dixie chicks. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I think they're confused because they liked it. But country music can't make up its mind. But they were mad. Like, well, not everybody, but there was a lot of backlash. Next on stop, that. Grand Old Opry. Yeah, that's that's when it's all going to be. Jay Z's going to come out during the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it up for my wife, Gia. Oh God, is Blue Ivy going to start hanging around the Grand Old Opry? I don't think it's that bad. But I don't like country music, so is this good? Does it sound anything different than this? Serious. She's making fun of Which one's better? Yeah, equally our word. It's simple. I don't know why they're so angry. Now that's good old-fashioned. I mean, that's relate to that. That's good stuff. Okay. So Beyonce's not allowed to do it. But Jelly Roll, we get people that say that all the time. Who's the Hardy, and then there's yeah. a new one that we got now, too. Yeah. There's a couple of them in there that are, uh, that one Chris guy's got something that's kind of countryfied. Yeah. I'm not a fan of country music, but Beyonce's allowed to be a country music star, isn't she? Especially, I think it just, I think the danger with country music is if really, truly talented people start to go, hey, this is easy. And, you know, they can take all their crap songs that didn't quite work in other genres and say, this will be a country song. Those people are stupid. I think it reveals how easy that that particular style of music is. Because you just need to just twang it up a little bit. Make it feel like there's just nothing but left turns because that's what they like. Simple, easy. It's a circle. It's easy to follow. Uh, it'll be fine, but yeah, John Schneider. Either way, that water. song will be huge when she's live in concert with all her other stuff. Oh, I that's like the that. yeah, and that's the other thing. Like That'll be a fun one to perform. Well, people who like Beyonce will like her, yep. that. She gets to dress up like a cowgirl. Yep. It's like a whole new uh, wardrobe thing and everything. I thought it was good, and I like if you've got that kind of juice, you can strong arm people into doing what you want. Beyonce just basically said, "Hey, record company." Make this happen, or I do nothing for those for any station ever. Like whoa! But it does sound like the old. Uh, to me, it sounds like old Elvis stuff. To me, it's like Elvis said that. But it also, you know what it's missing? It's almost like she's making fun of him, like I do. If I just went, there's a little bit of that. If I just went and blew into a jug, it would fit in the song. Hand me a washboard. <laughs> it's the washboard. Jug band stuff. It'll be on the pop stations as well. Oh yeah! No, she's gonna dominate with this. Woo-hoo. It's 
left out already. Maybe she'll finally win album of the year. Oh, Jay-Z will be. Shut the... She just goes and dominates the CMAs. But yeah, Ada, Oklahoma was the place that uh, that uh, they they threw a huge thing on there. Said, "Do not play her on our country music station." And, Is it uh, mocking Tay Tay? Uh, maybe. But then there was like this big movement from social media to call the radio stations and have that get played. Just so. getting the album cover. She right? looks. That's the best I've ever seen her look. Yeah, she's in a silver bikini and Beyonce looks ridiculous she wandered through our radio station Brady that I don't remember if you were there or not at that time but when she uh the old radio station we had purchased power 92 and the guy that was running that one walked over to our building from that building with these three 20 year old girls 19 year old girls and it was destiny's child and you have not seen I mean she when she was in that hallway I about fell over and i since then i don't get the beyonce thing because she always wears diapers like her clothes bother me because her diaper pants that not that picture mm. that's the most she's ever revealed but man standing in a hall again every time i was at the zone i was doing dumb stuff and something good was happening somewhere else she came down there to just wander through the other building and do a recording because we had no business with her and she just walked through and people stood at attention when she was. Nobody knew who Beyonce was. They the three prettiest women I've ever seen. They had the Kelly one and then the other one. The three, the three Destiny's children. And Beyonce was just leading the way. Her hair was everywhere. It was amazing. Beyonce's sister, right? Was that the... Uh... No, I don't think she was in it. It was Kelly something or other. Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. Rowland and, then, yeah. and, then, and then a third one. <laughs> she's, the, uh, she's the other child of Destiny. That's the only reason I know. Michelle Williams. That's her. Still uh, couldn't, I don't know. I thought she was married to Heath Ledger. Is that the same? That's a different one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she was so. Well, you know Matt what? Williams. If Beyonce decided to do some rock, we'd be all over it. When Ice-T uh, Ice did it, remember? He came over to rock and said, watch this. We're like, all right. Crush Still doing it. it. Crush it. Still doing it. To me, that was a pure, uh, uh, you know. Announcement that uh, country music of Oklahoma and everything else. Well, God damn it, we don't need her force-fed down our... Th- is it good or not? Doesn't matter. Husband looks like he's got turds growing out of his head. <laughs> we don't need him there. Oh, I see the South will rise again. I see what's going on here. It'll be interesting. Is she saying it is a full-out country album or is it just this single? You know what? I don't even know. It looks country. She's in the hat now. She's wearing the hat. She's got blonde hair. I don't know what's going on, but she's confusing some of these uh, hillbillies. Some of these guys are, my, my teenage son's going to see that, and the next thing you know, he's going to bring one home. No. Yep, that's how it works. One of them. One of them's going to come uh, walking right into my house. And then your Confederate flag's got to go, and you've got all these issues. It's a, but if it's good... I, but I think I think a child can if you if you gave second graders an assignment and said write a country album you would have album of the year if they all put their thoughts together like you get I think about age eight or nine you can knock out a couple of hit country songs if you really put your mind to it almost positive of it because some of that stuff is just so so that's that thing she did there's nothing special about like the way that's put together it's just catchy. 
but it's a jug band song. <laughs> Just keep that rhythm, and you're fine. There's a few talented ones, but not many. Most of them are kind of idiots. But, yeah, Beyonce's just, she's in it now, so she's now country. She's gone country. And I'd like to carve a couple letters off of that word, and that's exactly what I think of her. Beyonce. Is the whole thing country, or are you listening to other parts? Uh, I was listening to another song, and the other one is in this country. Oh, this is country. Well, this is the same one. This is, oh, it is? This is the other. It's bluegrass. This is the other new one that, it oh. sounds like it almost, but then it changes over. Sixteen carriages driving away while I watch them ride with my dreams away to the summer sunset. That's countrified. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like she's doing the Maybe some soundtrack work for Taylor Sheridan. Sorry, this is Yeah, Yellowstone. She took an old Prince track and slowed it down. Automatically more intrigued than I am with other country music. That's a country song right there. Beyonce's going to dominate country, and rednecks are going to hang themselves. They're not going to know what to do. Not in my town. Not, not, not Try that in my small town, Beyonce. I don't Where remember are we going to put them in the CMAs? <laughs> Where's their table? We need a special <laughs> category and a special room. <laughs> See, every time Beyonce wins an award, it takes like a half hour because she's sitting way in the back of the thing. <laughs> and the winner is, oh, nuts, Beyonce. <laughs> Nobody claps. She walks all the way from the back of the room. She'll be here just in a minute, crickets. folks, just forever. <laughs> all right, Beyonce, accept your 15th Country Music Award like it's easy or something. Darius is standing up. Come yeah. on. All right, come on. Here she there. looks great. You idiots are Anyway, Darius is a drinker. Let's get a wake-up song for President's Day. What do you say? And no presidents of the United States, although peaches is a thought. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're in there. If you want to bring me something special, though. Uh, it's 618. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD.